Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about the importance of having your assets owned by the right entity. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple and got Allison Rife Martin today. What's going on, Allison? You know, it's the first week of January and all I can think is, ah, it's tax season. But it was a great year, a great way to start the year because uh, I feel like that it, I just feel like this is going to be a kick butt year for a whole host of reasons. So, well, that, that, that is good. 2023. 20, the only thing I can think that's significant about the year 23 is Michael Jordan's number. And uh, and while he was not a favorite player of mine, I definitely like his game. So we can call this the year of greatness since he was the greatest player to play the game of basketball. Yeah. or Yeah. I was going to say, you can think of a whole bunch of other ways. This will be the greatest year of a whole bunch of people. So anyway, so I'm dying to get started with our first topic. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I, you know, we'll, we'll tee it up. So we were talking before. I, I, I as you know, and because we're working with a few of them, attracting a lot of emerging affluent households, right? And I think the the beautiful part of previous generations is you get to watch what they did and didn't do and learn from it. And so you combine that with the internet and exposing some of the. Uh, financial planning mishaps of very wealthy and well-known people. And so um, I'm, I'm amazed at how many clients that are, uh, you know, I mean, they're beginning to make money, making 500,000 millions of dollars a year, you know, building net worth in their thirties and forties that are, that are already thinking about trust planning, uh, owning different properties and, uh, and LLCs. And not all of them can really articulate fully what they're trying to ask, but I'm getting the questions of, Hey, I've, you know, tell me about trust and, and all that kind of stuff. And so we'll, you know, we'll have the conversation and talk to them about the difference between like a living trust and a um, irrevocable trust and the benefits of that as an organization standpoint, right? Meaning, meaning um, it's, it's funny, you'll, as states begin to uh, need more money to pay for benefits and promises to uh, employees, uh, they start changing, uh, they start calling, um, uh, they, they say, we're not going to do taxes. We're going to start charging fees. And it's, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's the same thing. So they say, Hey, this normally wouldn't have went through probate, but now, uh, you know, you don't have to pay a, uh, an estate planning tax, but we're going to force you to go through probate, even if you have a will. Right. And so a trust just makes that super clean where it's, it's not a corporation, but think of it in terms of a corporation where it can transition from whoever you wanted to to whoever you wanted to, right? From the paperwork and it and from a legal standpoint, they can't, at least today in the current rules, right? You know, uh, make you go through probate because you know you have 
trustees, which kind of are the equivalent of shareholders that are transferred to at different triggering events, right? So you have like that context, but then what's also happened, this is where we're going to come in and bring, bring your question in, Ellison. Then, then you, you have a lot of them that will own different properties and different businesses. And, and, and it's wise and smart to now have these things owned in the proper uh, corporations or LLCs uh, based on their overall f- financial plan, not really from a tax perspective, right? And, and, and again, we'll get into that more from an organizational standpoint because, you know, we used the analogy before. If you do spring cleaning every quarter, or if you like do maintenance every quarter on keeping the house clean, uh, it's a lot easier to maintain than if you like wait a decade and then try and clean everything out, right? It's just a messier process. So if so, if if you and I are talking to them about their financial plan every quarter and they have everything organized, structured properly in the right places, then when when there's some complex way to save in taxes, right, uh, down the road, it's real easy to make the move because there's we don't have to put together this big conglomerate of a, of a process like it's already organized and it was built piece by piece as they were acquiring everything along the way. And so, you know, my question to you is, I mean, A, do you want to add anything to that? And the specific question was like from the standpoint of um, from, from a tax benefit standpoint, uh, it do, do, do you find that people miss out on, future tax saving strategies by not being organized, right? By meaning owning everything, you know, personally or in a discombobulated way. Yeah. My, my seven-year-old <laughs> uses that word, discombobulated. I was like, do you know what discombobulated mean? He's like, he's like, yeah, it means like confusion, state of confusion. And I was like, how do you, what? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. I love that a seven-year-old's using it in the right context and can explain it too. And, and I, I was thinking, you know, I, I've been thinking when you were talking about organization standpoint, yeah, a lot of people miss out on um, various tax saving strategies from your personal tax return all the way up through your business to like, you know, your overall estate planning tools because they don't know what to ask or why to ask it or who to ask for that matter. And I think this speaks to what you and I are talking earlier about a great team. Like if you don't know, if, or if you're thinking, hey, I'm going to buy this asset, well, what do I do with it? Oh, hey, go ask Philip, go ask Allison, go ask go ask your financial advisor or your CPA. But don't think of it from a tax-saving perspective. Think of it from, like, what's the overall plan so that I can leave to my family this great you know, asset where they don't have to worry about the tax burden upon my passing. Or just, like, what's a great way to organize it during the, you know, during your life so that you can minimize tax while still let it potentially grow tax-free until some triggering event. That's where you bring in a great team. And, you know, like the whole spring cleaning versus the annual purge, it's better to do spring cleaning and review with your, your team over the course of time to make sure you're well set. All right. And so, so let's, let's, let's give one specific idea of, I want to do it in a simple way. And, and you can either drop in with me or just correct me, guide me down the path from the tax perspective. But he, here, here's what I see happen. So let's say you have a four, you have 40-year-old uh, Bartholomew. I don't know why that name came to my mind. Bartholomew and Mary. 
and they are worth a couple of million dollars, right? So, you know, like pretty well to do, uh, but but probably a long way to go in their net worth building if they're 40 years old, worth a couple of million dollars already, right? So at, at one point in time, you know, let's, let's fast forward to, let's do a plan and fast forward to when they're 60, we're projecting it out. We're like, hey, at 60, you're probably going to be worth about $50 million. Um, and, and so the benefit of being organized when they get the $50 million is then they're going to sit down with, you know, with, with you or with me, if you, or I was going to say with you, with, with a representative <laughs> with of Bryce Martin CPA, because you're going to be on the beach shipping mojitos or whatever. Uh, I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. And, and, and you're going to, and you may say something to the extent of, Hey, listen, if you, if you, if you reduce your estate from 50 million to 10 million, so you get all that, you get all that wealth out of there, you're going to save gobs amount of taxes when you transfer this money. And there's ways to get a few million dollar tax benefit up front while you're alive through some advanced planning that we won't really cover in conversation today. Um, but that, but that's like a specific example of making that move will be, easy like probably literally a stroke of a couple of pins if they're already organized along the way and set things up properly instead of doing it all then right because i mean and here's might be the question because you probably find it you you probably meet people who are worth 20 30 40 million dollars and you'll give them a planning idea and it's just so complex they just stagnate and stalemate you know what i mean like there's so many moving pieces they're like i don't really want to do all that right well, actually, I was going to say I had a, a conversation with a client and and they were like, yeah, I've got whatever it is I have going on. And I said, OK, I'm going to I'm going to give you a radical idea. And they were like, tell me more. <laughs> and within five minutes, I mean, like I went I was able to save them like a hundred thousand bucks in taxes with this particular idea. And they were like, huh, nobody's ever talked about that before. But if you have the plan in place then you can start to think of those radical ideas that are, you know, obviously it's a legitimately legal idea. That's, I don't, radical, I don't mean like I'm suggesting breaking the rules, but like, you know, if you have it, the goal and you ask the questions of your financial advisor or CPA, they can, and they, they're here to want to help you. They can lean in and say, tell me more. And then come up with this idea that, you know, do we move something to like a fam- an asset to a family limited partnership? Do we, you know, give it to our kids early? Do we start doing the, the gifting strategy, you know, that sets everybody up, up for success? Those are the kind of conversations you should be having with your financial advisor and CPA and estate planning attorney now. Awesome. Well, thank you for your insights and your co-creation of this wonderful planning idea. We should... I feel like we did it pretty simple. Steve, was this pretty simple? Were you able to follow? We didn't go too nerd into the stratosphere? All right. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> Let everybody know how they can reach you, Allison, if they want more information. Uh, you can reach me at my website, uh, rifemartinaccounting.com, uh, or you can reach me at my e- uh, by email, info at rifemartinaccounting.com, and I'd love to talk about that and nerd topics, too. Thanks. Thanks for uh, sharing, Allison. All right. Thank you. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com 
forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.